like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Uh, nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 101 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. How's everybody doing out there, man? Happy Thursday. I hope your week has been positive and productive. Hope everybody's having a great week, man. July is here. Hope everybody had a great, you know, holiday weekend. Uh, we're here, man. It's, it's it's we're in the 100s. You know, we're getting started. We're getting started with 101. Here we go. Um, big show today. Big show today. Big show. We got a lot to get through. We do have a lot to get through. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I'll be starting the show with Pat's contract and finishing with Cam's. I think. I really don't know how the lineup is gonna go. We're just gonna let the flow take us where the flow takes us, man. We're gonna let it go. It's gonna go with the flow today, uh, but we we have a lot to get through. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you saw the you know you saw the episode description or you saw the breakdown on social media, you know what time it is. I don't have much to say, but let's do it. Uh, before we get into this, man, I I really don't think this to even talk about this. I don't think I'm in the correct tax bracket. I don't think I'm rich enough to talk about this, man. Right now, I really don't. I don't think so, man. But. <laughs> Money man Mahomes, bro. Money man Mahomes. Like big bucks. Like huge bucks. And we have to play some music for this one. We have to. And with all this TI versus 50 Cent madness going on, there's only one thing to do. <laughs> Alexa, hit it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what time it is. Is ladies and gentlemen, oh my goodness, yeah, let that ride for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir, man. I get, I get it. He, he gets it, he gets money, ladies and gentlemen. If you do not know if you live under a rock or you just don't pay attention to life, Patrick Mahomes has signed the largest. Most lucrative, most expensive, whatever word you want to call it, deal, and not football, not NFL, but sports history. This young man signed a twelve, well, ten, excuse me, ten-year, four hundred fifty million dollar extension, coupled with his already two years left on his deal, and he'll make upwards to five hundred three million dollars. If you do not know the quick maths on that one, that is half a billy. Half a billy, a milli, a milli, a milli, a billy, a billy. Yo, you, <laughs> you, Alexa, <laughs> play a milli. <laughs> you dig? Yes, 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 man. I'm telling you, man. Hey, bro, that that's a lot of cheese, man. That's a lot of cheese. Goodness gracious. And let's take a look, you know, get serious for a minute here. So it's um so you know he still had two years left on this deal. This was indeed an extension. So it's a ten year deal locked in for twelve. He's only he's twenty four right now, so if you you know plays through it, he'll be thirty six at the end of it. So he'll be a chief basically the rest of his career, unless something goes drastically wrong. But you know, yeah, they locked him in, man. They locked him in and, and 
this this is a young man who who earned it, definitely earned it. MVP, uh, Super Bowl champion. I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. And once again, it is team friendly, so it's not like they just locked in their funds and everything. They still have room to maneuver to sign to re-sign. You know the rest of the team to keep this good team around him. So um, wasn't surprised. By this, I was surprised by the contract. I knew he was going to get paid. I knew it was going to get paid. I was looking at two hundred million, two hundred million, four hundred fifty was n- did not cross my mind. Did not cross my mind. I didn't know where we're going beyond MLB numbers here. Didn't think that was happening. But yet here we are. Um, let's see. A lot. Let, let me see. Let me let me say something real quick. Not real quick. I wanted to talk about this. I saw a lot of people like. They do people do this a lot when a when an athlete gets a new contract or a big deal is done or a big contract is signed. They always try to compare it to real life occupations. Not that being an athlete isn't real life, but it's not the life we live. It's a completely different world. It's a different different occupation, and it's a different it's a business. It's not our fault. You know, it's not their fault that they make. Millions upon millions of dollars because they work for billionaires like their their employers are rich. So most of the employees are going to be rich as well. Like what part of that don't you understand? You can't blame them or that this, you know, societal the system. It's just like, I don't know. Talk to your government or the whoever funds. You know, I saw the example I saw was uh, uh, educators. And, you know, a lot of jokes were, oh, I, my, none of my teachers took me to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I understand where people are com- coming from. You know, I, I, I do understand that teachers are very underpaid. But I don't think that, that conversation belongs in this one. Two things can be true. You know, athletes make millions and teachers can be underpaid. But do teachers deserve more? Absolutely. But do we need to, you know, take away from athletes? You guys act like athletes are just playing a game. Like a dumb game or something. Like these guys train year in, year round. They put their bodies on the line. They they spend countless money, millions of dollars on surgery, um, recovery, treatments, body treatments, health, their meals, their families. Like man, look, the cost of living of being an athlete suits what they make. Like that's that's just what it is. That is what it is, and I don't think it's fair to blame. You know, the NFL, the NBA, the MLS, the NHL, MLB, or blame the athletes in general. It's not their fault. <laughs> it's not their fault. I don't think that's fair to blame these athletes when, when this money is being handed out like this. It just, that, that just, it is what it is at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So, once again, I don't, I don't think we should, you know, people should blame the athletes. It's, it's not their fault. Um, yeah, it's not their fault. So you look at um, Pat Mahomes. You know, you you look at the money he made just now, and the money he's going to make, and it just begs the question: Who's next? Who's next? Deshaun Watson. He has two years left on his deal. He's entering, you know, his last couple years on his contract. I'm sure an extension, a healthy extension, will be coming for him. Uh, when it's time for Lamar, I'm sure he'll be getting his. But one person who won't be is Dak Prescott. I keep trying to tell y'all, bro, Dak. Dak, you see this, right? I, I I hope you do. I hope you do. I hope you understand this, all right? Jerry not going to do this for you. Jerry is not going to do this for you. I promise you that. Jerry is not going to give you anything close to it. He's not. 
You're not looking at 200 million. Uh, you might see one, maybe, depending on how the season goes. Because I, they're going to give you the Kirk Cousins, bro. They're just going to keep tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. And, you know, let's just, unless, until you prove them right, I mean, prove them wrong, and give them what they're looking for, which is a deep playoff run and you to actually, you know, do something, you know, with your numbers. Yeah, they're not going to pay you, boss, man. But like I said, bro, I would not be surprised if we see Mr. Andy Dalton. Sometime soon. I'm trying to tell you, man. That's that's going to happen. I'm I'm sorry, bro. That's that's happening, bro. That's happening. But um, congratulations, man, to Pat Mahomes. You know, first of all, you know, this black quarterback getting this bread. I'm I'm definitely all for that. I am all for that, 100. percent Um, why why switch lanes? Why just supposed to stay on this? All right, so Cam, man, Cam, Cam, Cam. Oh, Cam, Cam Newton, man, just got paid. I mean, well, excuse me, he didn't get paid. He got a job. He is employed now, which is great. He is employed. Um, so you know, he signs a one-year deal worth up to seven point five million dollars, you know, with incentives and everything. Uh, look, man, Cam is thirty-one. All right, this is not MVP Cam Newton. This is Cam Newton who just had his twenty nineteen season end on a foot surgery. All right, but what I've seen from Cam via social media. Interviews and everything Cam is hungry And Cam looks like He's in the best shape I've seen him in Cam is huge by the way Pause But Cam is in great shape man Um He has a new situation A new A new situation A new A new home In New England New coach Bill Belichick New OC Josh McDaniels <sighs> This will be good for Cam But what I need Cam for do What I need Cam to do is Not prove these people people right man stay healthy please stay healthy please please i don't think i need you to be super cam i don't need you running and uh running people over or anything like that you know use your legs of course but i would like to see cam newton for five more years you know i would like to see cam newton really compete um and i want him to be on the field doing that i want him to be healthy i want him to be happy doing that i i don't understand why people don't like Cam, honestly. Uh I'm not I'm not um I'm a Cam fan, I would say. I don't not I don't dislike Cam for any reason. I'm rooting for Cam, especially, you know, now this new situation. I'm glad to see him um employed. Uh didn't think it was gonna be New England. But after seeing what happened with the Chargers, how they went about it, I was like, Well, who knows? you know. But back in April it seemed like they didn't have any plans for him and yet here we are. Um Oh, now let's. I, I, that's what I wanted to do. I want to look at the Patriots schedule now. Let's see, because you know potential matchups if Cam does indeed start, which I believe he will. Um, some people are saying he won't, but that don't make no sense. It doesn't. It, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Why wouldn't Cam Newton start? Uh, let's see, man. Let's see what the potential schedule. I mean, not yeah, but the potential schedule because we don't even know if we're gonna have football this year. <laughs> but let's look at the schedule, man. And let's see, you know, if we can highlight any games, any potential matchups that Cam, you know. All right, let's see. Okay, we got Cam versus Russell, maybe. We three. Uh, Cam versus Mahomes. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Okay, we're going to get Cam versus Josh Allen twice a year. Cam versus Sam Donald. We're going to get Cam versus Lamar. Cam versus Deshaun. Cam versus Kyle Mer- Kyler Murray. 
Uh, who else we gonna have, man? Yo, it's a couple, it's a couple joints on there. It's a couple bangers on there. Quarterback, quarterback matchups on there. Just gotta stay healthy, man. You know, um, I think Bill Belichick. That's one I wanted. That's what I wanted to say as well. I think Bill Belichick would do a good job. Not necessarily handling. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't use the word handle. Um, but you know. Allowing Cam to be himself, you know, Bill has had personalities on this team. Chad, Randy, Gronk, uh, you know, big personalities, and, and Cam is a big personality. So, I I would be sure, you know, Bill Bill once again, Bill know knows what he's getting into here. You know, he he understands. He brought him there for a reason. You know, so as far as you know, staying on what you know, knowing what you're getting into. So a lot, a lot, even the media, a lot of people talking about, even athletes, a lot of people talking about the deal itself. It's a prove it deal. It's a prove it deal. I was talking about, oh, he was MVP, blah, blah, blah. It's five years ago, right? It's, it's a what have you done for me lately league, right? So you look at Cam's, you know, it's a prove it deal, blah, blah, blah. All these, you know, quarterbacks making more money than him. Oh, that's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. How could they bring him in on the deal? Cam himself said it's not about the money. Okay, cool. Listen, Ryan Tannehill, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Tannehill just signed a four-year, $118 million deal. Ryan Tannehill wasn't even supposed to be playing, you know, starting last season. He ends up taking Marcus Mariota's job, and he ends up taking the uh, Tennessee Titans all the way to the AFC title game. If you don't think that Cam Newton is going to exceed this one-year deal and play out of his mind, you're dumb. Cam is going to end up with a Ryan Tannehill-type deal. Like I can see Cam next next spring signing a f- four, maybe five-year deal or three to four-year deal uh, worth up to a hundred and some millions of dollars because if cam plays like he i know cam can play like we all know cam can play and the 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 patriots continue the success they have had under the tutelage of tom brady and bill belichick for the next couple of years i'm pretty sure i'm bro y'all know look if cam take them boys to the playoffs i'm telling you man cam's getting paid there's no way cam doesn't get paid i'm talking four years maybe upwards 100 million dollars that's that's what i'm looking at because he's 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 31 He's 31. Ryan Tannehill was 32 years old. Ryan Tannehill played out of his brain and earned that money. And I'm sure Cam will do the same thing. So comparing numbers, stop pocket watching. First of all, can we stop pocket watching? I don't think there's any need to pocket watch. I don't. I don't. I, 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 there's no need to pocket watch. No no need to do that. So, yeah, man, I'm happy for Cam. Definitely happy for Cam. Um... I'm happy for my homes, man. You know, two brothers getting paid. Ain't nothing to complain about. Not at all. Um, you know, so speaking of brothers making deals, signing deals, I think this would be a cool, you know, little transition here, but I've been talking about it for I've been talking about this for a long time now. I was talking about this over the weekend. That I've been talking about this for a long time now. But the HBCU Renaissance, man, it's it's starting to look real. It's starting to look real. It's definitely starting to look real. Um, if you don't know, uh, what's this young man's name? Makura Maker. I think I said that right. Uh, he committed to Howard. Committed to Howard University. Uh, where everybody's still waiting on you know the Mikey Williams decision. But listen, man, this this thing can be real. This thing can be real. I think that we'll see more over the next 
starting with this year and moving forward, I think I said on one episode, I don't know if it was this year or the end of last year, that I think over the next 10 years we might see an HBC renaissance. I may, I may have said something like that. You know, more players coming, you know, more big-name players going to HBCUs. I think that it has to start now. I think now is the perfect time, given what's going on in the country. And I just think that this would be great to start here in a new decade, in 2020. Right? I think it'll be easier for basketball. I think it'll be easier for basketball. I think basketball, HBCU basketball, will be easy easier to um i think it'll be easier for them to transition to that i think that migration will happen quicker than it would if it was you know we're talking football i think that ncaa football is so much bigger than the game in the playoffs i'm talking about you know ncaa division one football itself is huge it's damn near nfl it's a gateway to that i mean all college football is a gateway but th- but that right uh you know you're talking big 10 sec unfortunately uh you know those big big power five those big schools those i don't know football is different football is different i feel like it's harder to get eyes on you at smaller schools for football i think it's harder to get to a combine you know we were going to have the hbc combine but COVID came so that got scrapped so it's, it's i think it's harder for them you know i think i think it's harder for that but basketball i think basketball you can get eyes on you easily in basketball i think to me personally i think basketball you know through social media and everything you know scouts will see you scouts will see you and scouts will come to the games I think, you know, now with, especially with, you know, social media, different sports uh, accounts that follow high schoolers and, you know, high school athletes, I think it'll be easier to follow them to wherever they go. Whether, you know, whether, especially if it's an HBCU, I think they'll follow them wherever they go. So starting with, you know, these current players that are moving up, it starts with them. You know, the bigger the bigger names, the more names we see commit sides with HBCUs, the more the the following talent will follow them. That brings more money, more more attention, possible more TV deals, more sponsors. And it just looks good. It looks great. It's a great it would be a great thing. Like, you know, for facilities, uh, for gyms, um, you know, it, uh, sponsored once again sponsors i'm trying to think what else could you know merch merchandise all that good stuff you know what i mean for you know these hbcus and bring prominence and importance back to hbcu sports because i think that hbcu hbcu sports like i talked about before you know they got i feel like they got abandoned and you know with integration and everything they got abandoned they got lost and the sauce and, and HBCU, especially football, had become about the bands and just, you know, the excellence of the HBCUs. Because black history, you know, black colleges are important. But it would be nice for their sports to be highlighted as well. So, with the, uh, the, the renaissance, you know, the migration of talented black athletes going to HBCUs, it would be great. It would be great, man. It would be a great thing to see.
it'd be a great thing to see and i think it, it can happen it's it's completely possible and realistic but it starts with what, where we at where we are now it starts with the young players now because everybody likes trends trendsetters everybody likes trendsetters so that's what we are we are everybody you know people follow trends from clothes to music to movies you know that's a normal thing so with this right here wouldn't be any different it wouldn't be any different and then especially if guys start like teaming up together like aau type style like or you know like yeah same thing we see in nba if guys start like yo meet me at morgan let's hoop like yeah let's 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 go here or you know let's go to howard or you know what i mean like stuff like that it's possible man it's possible if you start seeing like big threes forming at hbcus yeah 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 we'll see We'll see. I I think it's completely possible, man. Completely possible. And I would I would really be excited to see that. All right. So let's see. Where are we now? <laughs> All right, man. Do we, do we, do we really? All right. So the 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 Washington football team. Not that you know. Not the name that they call them. Were calling themselves. Sponsors, big sponsors, even FedEx, FedEx failed, FedEx, FedEx was like, look, look, either y'all change our name or y'all can go ahead and get the hell out, period, you know, and get, get to step and find a new home, because we evicting y'all, the pink slip's coming, we, we knocking at y'all door, yeah, get y'all stuff, get out of here, know what I mean, like, that's what's happening, that's what happened, so, Snyder and the boys was like, you, hold up, we're gonna go ahead and, you know, figure this thing out, we're gonna go ahead and change our racist name, and you know we'll we'll get back to you on what we want to call ourselves moving forward, please, in this new decade. Um, so yeah, the Washington football team was the gun was put to their heads. The heat the the heat was on hell. The stove was all the way up. Like young Scooter was cooking work on top of it. They didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. They were going to lose a lot, a lot. So they didn't have a choice. I I support the move, and I one thing I I wanted to get to clear this early. A lot of people ask, "Why now? What do you mean, why now?" I think "why now" is the most dumbest and most counterproductive question you could ask. I think when we see stuff like this, like we're seeing now, we're seeing a lot of drastic changes. I don't know if you guys notice it or not. It may not be the change that you want right now, but it's the change that we're getting. Progress, 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 people. It's progress. It may be little, it may be minuscule to the entire movement, but it's progress. Change, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. It's gradual, especially in the NFL. You know, I saw a lot of people say, oh, Cool, you changed the name, but you still got a, these amount of black coaches, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Eric understands that. Eric knows what the Rooney Rule is. Eric has been talking about the Rooney Rule since he started this podcast, and that was two years ago. I've been talking about the amount of black head coaches, black GMs, black owners since I got here. I know. You don't have to tell me, but don't go into that with ignorance. Don't go into that not knowing where that problem stems from don't go into that not knowing who can do what and who was actually in power do you think do you think that roger goodell and the you know the the rest of the nfl execs that aren't owners these are the talking heads these are the ones who are making these changes who are letting you know allowing and and bringing in 
you know, the the lift every voice before uh, the national anthem. Week one. These these are the ones that are you know ha- trying to talk to Kaepernick and 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 great and um and uh bring him in on certain things. These are the ones that are bringing in the Jay Z's. These are the ones that are making you know the changes along with the re- the wash the football team. Those ones are doing that. These owners, these owners, the thirty two owners, the thirty two owners are the ones who are controlling what's going on for their teams. It's up to them. It's on them. So when you say the NFL, you don't mean you're not. Don't say the entire NFL, not the entire NFL. You when you say that, you mean to say the 32 owners, the 32 owners, not all 32, because there are a few. (laughs) When I say a few, we've already said how many a few black coaches, but the rest, they choose to have white head coaches. Right. Right. So don't say. Oh, they can do this, but they can't. They, the thing that you're wearing, uh, referring to, they're not doing that. They're not. They're not. They're the ones that are the oppressive ones. But the they, the Goodell, that they're trying. Because I truly don't think Roger Goodell was a bad guy. I really don't. I don't think he's racist. I really don't think. I think Goodell, he just doesn't, I don't know. He's starting to get it. He is starting to get it. Four years ago to now, I think Adele has made a lot of changes. I commend him for that. I commend him for that. I do. I think if we heard from a lot of these owners, that w- I wouldn't be saying the same thing. That's one thing we don't hear from. We don't hear from a lot of these owners. Like I said before, if you didn't know, you know, if you didn't see Robert Kraft or Meek Mill, or if you didn't see Jerry Jones on your screen on your TV every uh, Sunday, you probably wouldn't know who they are either. Somebody tell me who the owner of the Dolphins is. Tell me who the owner of the Cardinals is. Tell me who the owner of the uh of the uh who else? Any any team you can think of. I I guarantee if you're not a fan of that team or you're not in that division or, or, or yeah, if you're not a fan, you won't know. You won't know. These are the ones that make the decisions behind the closed doors. You know, these are the ones that, you know, with the Rooney rule, they're, they're interviewing interviewing a, a black coach just because. You know, these are the ones. The owners, man. That's who y'all beef is really with, the owners. So when you say the NFL, please make sure you specify where the problem is. All right? All right. But it's, you know, back to why now. Please stop asking why now. And this is with anything. Not even just sports related or, you know, this is with anything, man. Please don't ask why now, bro. Why now? What, what do you mean? When do you want it? Never? What would it change? If this was changed, if the if the Washington football team decided to change their name five years ago. Well, they, they wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. They wouldn't, they, you know, nothing would have changed. So, all right, they decided to do it now. What What do you want them to do it in 2030? Like, what do you mean, why now? I never understand that. I never understand that things are changing. Yeah, I understand that, okay. I understand that racism and, and all these problems have existed six months ago. I'll say that because we've seen a lot of changes since January 1st. I'll say that. To now, we've seen more changes than we've ever seen. Like you know, as far as our generation goes, so like things changing. 
you know, little, you know, certain laws changing, certain policies changing, uh, certain things with different, you know, big brands are changing the way they represent themselves. Okay. You ask why now? I mean, you know, why not? You guys, you guys know. And then when you ask that question, you know why. You know why. Does it look funny? Eh. Is it genuine? Eh, probably not, but they're doing it. <laughs> I, I'm sure you guys do stuff that you really, you know what I mean? You don't feel it, but it's like, ah, I got to. Like, you know, you feel me? Yeah, you know, I, I guess I'll do it, you know. You know, your girl, she want to watch uh, Insecure every Sunday night. You you really don't want to. You watch, she wants you to watch. You watch it with her, but you're not really there. You're not really, you know, you you probably be watch, much rather be watching, you know, a, a new Drewski video or... Or, or watching, you know, some sports highlights or something like you don't want to watch Insecure with your chick every Sunday, but you do it. You know, it's like ah, that's the situation I was, you know, that's the card, that's the hand I was dealt. You know, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. And I mean, you know, so all right, so you look at the big brand, you look at a big, a big team, a big, you know, like the Washington football team. It's like, well, a lot of our fans, a lot of the people, they not rolling with this, so I guess we can go ahead and change it now. You know, we may not want to. You know, we, we we may not want to, but hey, if it's good for them, if it's good for business, we'll go and do it. And now to the ones who seem to have a problem with this change or going to boycott the NFL, please get the hell out. Because honestly, we don't, I don't care. I don't care how y'all feel. You know, <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I, I never told this story before. I've, I've never told this, like, any. You know how many Ubers or Lyfts I've been in? I hate when they talk to me, by the way. I hate when they talk to me. But do you know how many Ubers I've been in and sports comes up? And these, I'm talking about when I'm when I'm in a car with a Caucasian driver, which is rare, but it's happened. The, when we talk about sports, you know, I'll mention, you know, what I do. And then it comes around to football. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch that. It's a white, a white woman. I don't know about that football. Colin Kaepernick. Ever since I I stopped, I this stop right there. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care because if that hurts you that bad, cool. Don't watch. Like what the hell? That hurts you that bad? Yeah, I don't support the Ravens. Ever since they took a knee, then a white. You know, I have a white guy. You know, he's he's telling me about how Kaepernick is disrespecting the troops and all these players are disrespecting the troops. Like, why do you think that me? As a black man and your vehicle wants to hear that or will agree with that. Like, no, bro. Like, no. So if you feel a way about the Washington football team changing their name, that's on you. And you're just dumb and you're ignorant. Oh, what about our history? Blah, blah, blah. Y'all, you. Y'all. <laughs> what about our history? That's been y'all lying for a long time now. And, bro, y'all got to let that go. <laughs> I'm not just talking about the football. I'm talking about everything. Hey, same thing with the Civil War. I mean, with same thing with the um the Confederate flag. Dog, y'all gotta let the ride, bro. That's not gonna get over. I'm telling you. But yo, teams have changed names before. The Titans were the Oilers, um, and they didn't change cities. Uh, who else changed names? Damn, who else changed names? I'm trying to think. It's a lot of teams that change, you know the, you know what I mean. Like, look, man, it's not gonna go wipe away. How many Super Bowls have Redskins won? One, with the scabs, right? It's not gonna take away y'all one Super Bowl. 
that y'all won before I was born. So it's not going to change the fact that y'all going to come in last place in NFC East. It's, it's not, you know. But if I had to say, and then I think that what I saw online, uh, the Red Tails, I think that would be a cool, cool, you know, cool change from where we, you know, where they are. I also saw the Cleveland bas- the Cleveland baseball team uh, said they would, you know, look into it moving forward, which I understand. And it's just like, it's an, like, it's the Washington. You're you're in Washington, D.C., the capital of the U.S. Right? What is the is there any Native American influence in D.C. that I don't know about? Like, why Why did y'all even come upon that name? Oh, God, bro. How could how y'all not see that? It's racist. Like, as offended as y'all, you know, some people were when that one guy was walking down the street with the Washington Caucasian shirt on. That's how offended the Natives are at that the Washington football team. Like. And you don't have to be Native American to feel a way about that, by the way. Because I understand. I definitely feel it. I definitely feel it. It's not right. It's not right at all by any means. So the change is definitely necessary. And now where we are in 2020 with the the social and uh, political climate that we are in right now, definitely is a time for that. Don't care if you think it's genuine or not. Don't care if you think that, you know, they have alternative motives because everybody has a motive. Everybody has alternative motives. You know, you're not go- just you're not just doing something for somebody. There's always, there's always a, you know, always another side to it. All right. Don't matter what it is. So you just take it with a grain of salt. Like, OK, at least something is being done, man. That's all I was saying. That's all I'm saying. I just don't feel like why now was a good question. That's all I'm saying. Whew. Yeah, I got a little fired up. I knew I was going to get fired up with that one trying to think how, how can we calm ourselves down i don't think i can come down yet i don't think i can come down let's look because this this next conversation is similar to the pay conversation let's talk about the COVID testing in sports all right so we know about you know the nba with the uh with the rings i think they're going to be wearing i don't know how the WNBA is doing it uh haven't heard with the nhl hold on has anybody heard anything from the nhl I feel like the NHL told us their plan and they dipped. I have not heard a thing from the NHL. I'm concerned. Are they okay? That's all I'm asking. Somebody please find that out. Um, so people are, are upset because they feel like the importance of COVID testing is, uh, you know, being highlighted in sports and that they are you know oh uh, they're they're on this pedestal or they're being prior being prioritized what about what about it you know what about ism what about ism is a real thing by the way you know it's oh what about the the teachers what about the students what about them what about uh what about what about us whoa once again sports nhl nh nba nfl mlb MLS, WNBA, multi-billion dollar industries. Am I right? All they're doing is taking care of their employees. They have the money. They have the means to get 
as much testing as they possibly can have to keep their employees safe from each other and the virus. Am I right or am I right? That's all that's going on here. That's literally all that's going on here. It's not our fault. It's not their fault that your our own government doesn't take it as as serious as these businesses. When you have a president that has been trying to run the country like a business, it seems like he's not that good at it. So you talk about your governors. Yeah, you can even talk about your own employee and employer's policy. I work for Jeff Bezos. I do. I work for Jeff Bezos. You know what? I go into work. I get a temperature check and a smile. Bro, they don't even know if I'm sick or not because I could be. We could be asymptomatic. Or just getting your temperature check and you have a good day, have a good one. You know what I mean? So blame your job, blame your government, blame your local government, blame your your state government, blame your mayors, your governors, your your, your nasty president. But please, please, please do not place blame on. The employers of athletes, because look, that's just they're just taking care of themselves. The outrage is misplaced, people. If you're this upset about this, please go do something about it in November. Vote for your governors, vote for your mayors, whoever the hell you gotta vote for. Get that, get get that man out of office in November, and please don't vote for his corn, but his friend. Y'all know what I'm saying, all right? And look. Look, I know this is a sports podcast, but while we're here, they're trying to do the same thing they did in 2017-16, the lesser two evils evils thing. Please don't, don't fold, don't don't buy that, bro. Don't buy it, bro. Just please, please vote vote Biden. Please, just go ahead and get Trump out of there, dog. But anyway, look, (laughs) listen, please understand me. I am not saying... It's completely right because I get where you guys are coming from. It's like, well, what about us? Because, you know, we do this. But once again, what aboutism is a real thing. That don't got nothing to do with us. It don't. It don't. We not, we not, we not making millions. We not worth millions. We're not. We're not. We are not that ci- we are not that citizen. That's not even our tax. Once again, that's not our tax bracket. They're not taking care of it. They're not thinking about us the way they're thinking about them. They're not. So, yeah, bro, it's just their employers taking care of the employees. So, they got more money. They, they're, they're, they're able to have more means. It's not their fault, bro. It's not the outrage is misplaced, man. The outrage is misplaced. Um, Let me think. Yeah, just protect their employees. Now, um... As far as the, you know, COVID itself impacting the games and, you know, players, I think Philip Rivers brought up a good point. You know, what if you get tested, like, I think he asked, like, if you get tested during, like, Super Bowl week or your A7, something like that. It was a good question because it's like, bro, this, you know, this thing could pop up at any time. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. You think about, you know, you think about the way UFC. We're gonna get. I'm gonna get to UFC in a little bit, but I think you know, with UFC, you know, you only got two, you know, a couple fighters in there once. Ref got your corner. They have masks on. Uh, 
um, you know, it's easier. When you when you have NFL, a bunch of people on the sidelines, players, you know, that's where it gets tricky. Even with the NBA. But I mean you look at like soccer has been going on and I don't know, man. It, it, it it's just going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, certain stadiums, you know, certain teams are already like the Ravens have already said. I think the lowest, the highest they're going to go is fourteen thousand. Um, Green Bay hasn't released a number, but they already, you know, sent their tickets. I mean, sent their messages out to season ticket holders. Like, you, we we not going to have everybody in here. Like, and look, this is my thing. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm not sick. I'm just parched. Um, here's my thing. I was talking about this. Um, damn, I didn't ask about Deshaun or Lamar. Uh, I, I I say that for then. Um, like I had somebody say that they should, you know, fans should sign a waiver. You know, like uh, look, it's on y'all. I wouldn't go that far. I just think, look, if y'all want to come, wear a mask. Do y'all want to come through? Wear a mask. I think it's that simple, man. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it's... Well, for some people, it seems it'd be. But I think that should be the policy across all of 32 stadiums. If you want to come see... Um... Uh, not 32. Um, Hold on. Not 32. Let's see. Let me do some math real quick. How many teams are on Florida? Two. How many teams are in Georgia? One. How many teams are in Texas? Uh, Houston, what's that, five total? Yeah, the 27 stadiums, because I don't know where the hell the Cowboys, the Texans, the Falcons, the Dolphins, and the Bucks are going to be playing this year, because, hey, y'all wilding in Florida, y'all wilding in Texas, y'all wilding in Georgia. I don't know where the hell y'all plan on playing at this year, or if y'all going to have fans. Y'all might not have fans. Cause they, I don't know if they're gonna be. I don't know if y'all fans are gonna make it the football season, especially in Florida. Sheesh. I'm serious, bro. What the? What are y'all doing down there? I'm, that's why I'm glad I'm you know mid eastern seaboard, upper you know middle east coast, you know closer to you know north. You know I mean like I'm upper east coast. Like I'm I'm closer to that. You know I'm closer to New York. I'm closer to you know New you know New Jersey, Delaware. Like we not that wild up here. Like you know we not. Crazy like that now You you know the, the further south you get The wilder you get Like I saw the footage Atlanta I saw the tape I saw y'all Y'all are nasty Y'all gonna need more than some COVID testing I will say that Y'all know where I'm going Hey Hey That's nasty I saw y'all Atlanta I saw y'all Don't think I didn't But Listen man I don't know what's going on down there And I just think that if fans want to come to the game, you know, teams set out their amount of fans, however, the, the max capacity, wear a mask. Simple as that. I don't think it should be that hard. I don't. All right, let's see. We did COVID in sports. Uh, we knocked out Pat and Cam. We talked about the Washington football team name change. We talked about the HBCU renaissance. That means we have one, two, three left. Three things left to talk about. Um, Let's see. All right. Let's stay. Um, COVID type, you know, a COVID type beat. Let's stay there. Let's talk about the bubbles. Matt, 
Matter of fact, you know what? You know, I'll say it. Since nobody else was brave enough to say it, I don't think I want to waste my time on this. I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that, you know, being a young man when I was 18 years old, freshman in college, living in a dorm with no air, uh, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that unlivable, you know, smaller room with a roommate, uh, no, I lived. I lived. My dorm was like the hood for real. I lived. Well, they called my dorm C Block for a reason. Cumberland Hall C Block. They called it that for a reason. My, my, my dorm was a little hardcore. You know, not because of the people in there. No, nah, it wasn't no real tough ones in there. It wasn't like, you know, thug life. Nah, it was just the living conditions was a little hard compared to the rest of the campus. You know, if you if you can if you can make it out of C Block, you can. Yeah, you can go on and do some things. No, Eric Lyons. Eric Lyons made it out of C Block in one piece. I mean, made it out of C Block. I was on the third floor. Uh, I was on the third floor, room 306. If you had a problem, I mean, you come to me. I sort that out for you. I mean, I, I was on the second floor lounge. I was on the first floor lounge. I was, in the, I was everywhere. I was everywhere in C Block. I moved like a, you know what I mean? I moved. I was around. I was around. If it was a problem, you come to here. You know what I mean? You feel me? <laughs> so I, if I can survive that, I think these WNBA, MLS, NBA players are all right with a little bad meal, uh, you know, a little, little bad laundry room. You know, I think these multi-million dollar people, can, they can handle it, man. Toughen up. Toughen up. Imagine being broke. Living there, like I was, I was broke, dog, broke, doing that. And y'all got millions, and millions. Y'all just too Hollywood. You know what I mean? This is humbling. It's a part of the process. You know what I mean? Y'all be alright. Y'all be alright. I ain't even gonna waste a whole segment on that. Um, let's see. But well, what do we have to talk about before I get y'all out of here, man? Uh, did I want to talk about it? Now I don't even think we. Yeah, I'm gonna scrap that too. I'ma scrap that too. I don't even think we need that. I don't even think we'll we'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll save that for when the basketball season actually starts up. Um, before I get before I wrap up with the UFC, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? You know, small. Um, I saw I saw that NFL was trying to do that thing that the MLB did. You know, holding 35 percent of the salaries. That's not going to happen. Uh, Raheem Mostert wants a trade. That's interesting. Um, I think I asked my group message Would they rather have Lamar or Deshaun The vote ended up being Deshaun By majority vote uh, I think I voted Deshaun too uh, Yeah that, I think I still had Outside of that Alright so UFC man Let me tell you something man I am a hardcore boxer fan You guys know this I've been more excited about the UFC Yeah I, I've been more Even with COVID and everything, I, I even before then, early, you know, first, you know, before this all happened, I was still more excited about the UFC than I was boxing. Uh, that's not normal, man. That's not normal. I am stoked for this weekend. I have done my research. I know I knew most of the fighters on the card, but I, you know, I still had to do research. Um, I'm excited for UFC 251. I'm excited for Fight Island. I think UFC has had the best reopening in America. Uh, 
Dana White has done a great job keeping everybody safe and, you know, making this an enjoyable, enjoyable experience without the fans. Uh, has it like I said, has it been weird? It's actually been very much enjoyable. Um, I have been enjoying I've been watching a lot of UFC and not even like, you know, just paper. I've been watching, you know, UFC fight nights on ESPN and I'm excited for this Saturday, man. I am excited. Uh, we got a big one, a big one. Uh, Mr. My man, my guy Jorge Masvidal stepped in last minute, and uh, we'll we'll get to that. But let's see, let's see. We got three title fights. We got one. We got three title fights. Let's see. We're gonna start. We got um, there's a couple other fights on the card, but these are the three title fights. Uh, starting off with the bantamweight title, we got Peter Yan and uh, Jose Aldo. So this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. Um. Peter comes in. He's 27 years old, 14 and one, five six, 67 inch reach. Uh, Alvaro's 33, five six, 70 inch reach. Uh, Peter's six and zero in the UFC with three KOs, three uh, decision wins. Uh, Aldo, he's coming into this man one and two, and 20, you know, one and two in 2019, and lost two fights by decision. This is for the vacant uh, bantamweight title. Uh, this is gonna be a good scrap. I'm going with Peter, man. I'm going with Peter with this one. I'm not as invested as I am in the other two fights, but this is going to be a good one. I think this is going to be a good fight. Uh, the co-main, uh, what? Oh man, I'm going to butcher this man's name. Out the champ, uh, the featherweight champion right now, Alexander Vos. Wait, hold on, hold on. Alexander Voskinov. I think I did that. Alexander Voskinov. I think I did that. Versus Max Holloway. This is their second fight. This is a rematch from December. Um, Voskinov won in a unanimous decision in December over Max Holloway. Um, Alexander, he's 31, 5'5", 71 and a half inch reach, while Max Holloway's 28, 5'9", with 69 inch reach. Um, he beat Max once again in December. He's all he's uh, he also has beaten Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo uh, by unanimous decision. He's 8 and 0 in the UFC with four KOs and four decisions. Uh, Max Holloway's 5 and 2 in title fights. 21 and 5 in the UFC. This is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. The first fight was really a good. It was a good fight. Um, I think that the the leg kicks affected Max Holloway a lot in that first fight. I think that kept him grounded. You know, kept his offense minimum. Um, it's it's gonna be a good one though. Now in the main event, the main event, Kamara Usman taking on um Masvidal. Man, this is this is these guys hate each other, bro. They've had encounters outside of the octagon where they almost got into it. They damn near crossed paths, you know, just flying in, you know, recently getting off the elevators. That was nuts. Um, Usman's 33, 6-0, 76-inch reach, welterweight champion. Masvidal, uh, 35 years old, 5-9, 74-inch reach. He's 35-13. Usman, 16-1 in his MMA career, 11-0 in the UFC. He's beaten Kobe, Kobe Covington and Tyron Woodley. Um, if you know, you know, Mr. Masvidal, he's coming off the, the BMF title win. You know, that, that, that little scrap he had with uh, Diaz. He's also known for his five-second flying knee uh, victory over Ben Askren. Askren. And um, his coach won't be at the fight. He tested positive for COVID-19. Look, man, 
I'm a Masvidal guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like him. I've always I've been a fan of him for a while now. For yeah, yeah, yeah. I I he's a killer, man. I'm sorry, bro. Both of these guys are killers, but I I, I don't know, man. I think we go Masvidal, man. I think we might see a new champ this weekend. I think we might see a new champ this weekend. It's gonna be a good fight, though. It's definitely gonna be a good fight. Did I predict the last fight? I think Hollywood. No, nah, I don't know. I'm not predicting these fights. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not predict. I'm 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 playing it safe. I'm gonna say I just want to see some good fights. That's it. That's it. Cause I don't know. I really don't know with the UFC. It's I really don't know. Uh, what I do know is that's all I have for you today. Um, like I said on Twitter, I'm gonna try to get back to pumping out two episodes a week, especially with sports starting soon. So by uh, by the end of the month, we should be back to. I will. I'll say by August, we should be back to two episodes a week. Uh, definitely uh, Gotta move some things around uh, Make sure you go check out my new interview With um, DJ and Kate Of the Stadium Scene uh, TV Make sure you go, guys go check that, on, check that out On YouTube Of their show 10 Minutes With I was featured on there uh, We recorded a couple weeks ago It was before episode 100 dropped So it's not outdated But you know it, it dropped uh, on Wednesday so yeah yesterday so make sure you check that out um anything else guys so yeah shout out to stadium cncv shout out to the listeners um thank you guys for listening man um hope you guys have a great weekend have a great safe weekend man don't go out if you have if you don't necessarily have to but if you do go out man make sure you safe social distance wear your mask all that good stuff um i think that's all i got man thank you guys for listening i'll be back on I'll be back Monday. I'll be back Monday. Y'all be back Monday. I'll be back on Monday. Yeah, I think I'll be back Monday. Monday or Tuesday. We'll see how the news cycle goes. So I'll keep you guys posted. Probably Tuesday. I think I'll shoot for Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday's good? Yeah, Tuesday's good. I'll be back on Tuesday. Alright, man. Thank you guys for listening, man. So I'm Eric Lyons and for the hundred and first time you have just been Electrified.